Sherlock, and you're listening to episode 67 of I Learn Nothing Philosophy Podcast for nincompoops. Speaking of nincompoops, who's sitting across from me here, but none other than my good friend Pat Dean. Pat, say hello. Hello, Ben. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm glad to be here. Pat Dean checking in, the protector of Manor Road. I've, uh, I'm taking an hour break from my uh, patrols. And I'm yeah. here to learn something about philosophy. You're actually something of a philosophy expert, or what passes for one amongst the people I know. Yeah, that's what they call me. And yeah. by they, I mean me. The professor. Yeah, uh, the professor. I'm the, 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 uh, the first baron of Princeton University oh. uh, and uh, a warlock of philosophy Yes. at the philosophy department there. I graduated 17,000 years ago, and I'm older than time. Wow. Yeah. So what's up? What do That's you want to learn? That's a hell of a CV you got there, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, can't get a job to save my life for some reason. Yeah, I wonder uh, why. Probably because you majored in philosophy. Probably because you went to Princeton and for some reason majored in philosophy. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a bad move. But <laughs> <laughs> I think we can uh, both agree that that goes down in history as a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest mistakes in all history. <laughs> Man. Think um, about the. What top if the world would have been so much better if I'd like went another route? Well, you're a pretty smart guy. I feel like you could have <laughs> changed the world in a, in a in your own small way. Well, I'm trying to change the world. I'm trying to change your world. Right? Oh, brother, you've you've rocked my world for decades now, literally decades. <laughs> yeah. Ben has been rocking my world <laughs> for two decades. Yeah, two decades. So literally decades. Yeah. Technically, we're in the in the plural here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, so in all these decades, in yeah. all of these two decades. <laughs> That's a long time. Uh, you've been uh, wandering the earth, not really knowing much about the meaning of life. Yes, much like the wandering Jew uh, of folklore who is cursed to uh, walk the earth mm-hmm. until uh, Jesus comes back to judge uh, humanity. Yeah. I have been walking around aimless. I'm looking for direction. I'm looking for guidance. I'm looking for a mentor. Yeah. And I think I found one. I'm looking for a hero. Ben? I'm looking for a hero. Yeah? yeah. Well, would I call myself a hero? I mean, probably. Every time I see you walk by, <laughs> I, I, I sing to myself, there goes my hero. I watch him as he goes. <laughs> he tripped on his shoelaces. Oh, shit, my hero sucks. I never trip on. You were obsessed with this idea of me ship, uh, tripping on my shoelaces, but I would never do that. But I wish you would be more obsessed with this so you'd stop fucking falling over like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> All right, fuck you. Bitch. <laughs> So you came to me because you want to learn philosophy. And I'm now, desperate. Yeah, you finally, after 67 episodes, and like again, a handful of them, and again, 2,000 years of wandering. Yeah, you finally come to me and you want to learn about what? Philosophy. I know, but what? <laughs> what's the topic today? Oh, the topic today. 
is you a ch- picked it for the first. I know time. <laughs> for the first time in a while, I actually picked the topic. I actually did what we're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. I picked the topic, and you uh, tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> we are learning about a, a real character named John Locke. Yeah, he's got O C K E. Yeah, uh, which I don't care for, but whatever. What you don't like the E at the end? No. <laughs> wow. Okay, that was. <laughs> that was a strong response. Yeah, well, look, I don't like Why? it when words have E's on the end of them when they don't have to. Like when you see the shop and it's S-H-O-P-P-E. Oh, Fuck. Man. Well, you're going to hate where this guy's from. Where? He's probably from England, right? Like in England in the right. 1600s. <laughs> oh, God. Those are yeah. the worst English people ever. Well, oh, They're man. definitely the most heartless. I think they're okay heartless? now. Heartless? Yeah. Well, we'll get into that because this is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, this guy actually... Is someone that we should be thanking our fucking lucky stars for. What? Yeah, because he uh, his ideas led directly to the greatest country in the world. Oh, wow. The United uh, Los Estados Unidos. Los Estados Unidos, yeah. As your mother right. would call it. <laughs> right. Well, she'd probably call it Pinche Los Estados Unidos. <laughs> as she no Pinche longer lives Estados, in this country. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, she yeah. abandoned this country. Why did you pick John Locke? Um, Bitch. Because you said that you're running out of topics. So I Googled <laughs> famous philosophers in a panic and found him. Well, first of all, I found several. Pulling I said, back the curtain a little bit. And there. I said, let's do this guy. And you said, we've already done him. And I went, oh, no. Wait, which was the guy that you already Machiavelli? said? Machiavelli? Oh, yeah, we already did him. Well, I had no, no memory of that. And then uh, he was just the next person on the list. The li- there is no list. Well, there's a list on this website that I found. It's like okay. fa- there's like famousphilosophers.com or something. Okay, that's probably where you got it. I would not be surprised. God, this is... <laughs> This is such an amateur fucking deal. Okay. What? <laughs> so wh- what do you know about John Locke? I know that... Uh, so far, before you, I fucking blow your mind. You wrote some books, and I believe you probably knew Thomas Paine. Oh, he might have. I don't know. And Actually, he probably did. Yeah, I think so. America. And that's all I know about him. So he was heavily involved with America. Um and I'll, t- I'll tell you how, actually. Not just with his ideas, but we'll, we'll get into this. It's pretty, pretty nuts. Um, well, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's do the bio, huh? God, Why not? This is, I'm, I'm, like, a little nervous because we're getting too into the topic too quickly, and I feel like this is a trap. Yeah, <laughs> normally there's about a 28-minute meandering introduction yeah. where <laughs> I discuss literally whatever's on my mind as Ben is trying to hopelessly rein me in. Uh, but you're, you're being oddly disciplined today is it because your mom's in town and she's coming over and yeah we're gonna we're recording a podcast <laughs> by the time this episode comes out it will have already Pat's dropped on his best behavior we're having a pta meeting <laughs> yeah really well no it's just i don't want you know i don't want to keep my mom waiting she's my fucking mom bitch all right well my mom unlike yours uh doesn't cut and run all right she doesn't <laughs> abandon <laughs> fuck you dude america the way that your goddamn mom did she abandoned this country she lives in both countries and she abandoned me too frankly you never met her before until like until like a year ago. Yeah. I had never met your mother in literally 20 years. I had never met Ben's mom. I don't mom. believe that, though. I, I, I think know. You, all right. 100%. I don't know what you're talking because about. Because here's because listen, bullshit. No, because when we fucking <laughs> met, okay, when we were 14, right? Yeah. We'd all hang out. And then later on, uh, when we could all drive, we'd hang hard together as friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your house, your parents' in home. All right. Yeah. Was located in Maryland and my house oh, yeah, was located was in, in Virginia. Northern Virginia, the way everyone else's in our friends group was, because <laughs> we're not from the, literally a toilet of a state that you call Maryland. You guys are fucking traitors, though. What? 
Yeah, Virginia. You're you're fucking traitors. To who? To the United States. Oh, right. Oh, remember that whole, thing? The whole unpleasantness. <laughs> the whole yeah, <laughs> that whole thing that yeah. happened. Yeah. Well, fair uh, enough. My point is that about my to do house round two soon. My house was in. <laughs> Right in the middle of everyone else's house, so we all hang out in my home. Or oh, sometimes look at look at this centrally located dean. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I picked a good spot. You didn't pick it. Well, you didn't then, pick shit. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll tell you this, bitch. What? The reason that we had got that house that I grew up in was because of me. I don't. Whatever. Why? Do you want to hear the story? Or no, not? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. We went to go. My, <laughs> we went to go look at this goddamn house, right? Yeah. In beautiful. McLean, Virginia. Yeah. And we we went there, and I was just a wee little lad, right? Ah, uh, a wee little lad. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had a shillelagh <laughs> and a, a cigarette. Uh, but we went there, and my mom had, you know, me in her arms. Mm-hmm. How, how little were you? I was probably three or four. You are whittle? I was whittle, dude. Okay. I, dude. I was whittle, and I was cute <laughs> as fucking fuck, dude. Are you kidding me? And so... Uh, they they wanted to put an offer in this house, and the the the, the man of the house mm-hmm. said he wasn't gonna take any offers today. Okay, and they were like hurt, oh. and they were, were leaving. So cute, huh? And they were leaving, and his wife, yeah, saw me, old, blue eyes. She said, "Look, you're just stealing that from Frank Sinatra now." Well, it was mine first, and then she was like, "Oh, what a cute little boy." And my mom's like, "Yep, we'd love to live here." And they put an offer down that day, bitch. She talked to her husband. She said, look here. You better give this house to these fucking mix. And they did. <laughs> Speaking of mix, yeah. we're going to be delving into that uh, uh, fucking whiskey-soaked topic in our Patreon episode. Oh, uh, yes. We're By the time this episode comes out, folks, we will have several more uh, Patreon episodes up. The one that we're recording this afternoon is just about... Ben asked me to research the NRA, or the IRA. Yeah, the, the NRA. NRA. The, uh, the NRA. Uh, the, uh, the IRA. And uh, I did, and got overwhelmed immediately. So I changed the topic to just being Irish. So we're just talking all about that. Yeah, that's going to be so crazy. But- I'll, we'll do the IRA probably... Probably by the time this episode drops, we'll have that, ep- that one up. It was just so much research. There yeah. are so many different... Do you know how many types of the fucking IRA there are? Yeah, I, I, kn- I think I know There's about like that. There's like nine splinter I heard about groups. It. Yeah. Apparently, it's also... They're all like crazy. Crazier than the next. They're all insane. Apparently, an IRA is also some kind of you know savings thing. So yeah, I, I, I researched that for about forty-five minutes before <laughs> I realized I had nothing to do with Ireland. You know, all sorts sorts of uh, strange stuff. My point, Ben, is that for five dollars a month, you get an extra episode a week. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's great. An extra episode where I teach you about Ew. something. Ooh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, bitch. Okay, so now we've meandered enough. So go right, ahead. Good. So we're good. Great. <laughs> we can talk about John Locke. Oh, great. It was your idea. Yeah, I know. I bet this guy's all right. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Uh, he's got some cool shit, and he's got some shady shit going some on. Some skeletons in the closet? Yeah, he's got some serious skeletons in the Yikes. closet. Yikes. Okay, so uh, bio real quick. So he was born in Somerset, England uh, in uh, August 29th, 1632. Wow. Okay, and he died in 1704. What do you think England was like back then? Uh, it was chaotic. It must have been, man. It I was feel pandemonium, like, actually. If I could go back in time multiple times, uh-huh. I would love to go to these cities just way back in the day. Just well, London, like London in like 1850, New York in like 1908. You know, it'd just be fucking crazy. Okay, well, England in the 1600s was fucking nuts. 
Why? Uh, a lot of reasons. So they were so okay. So Locke was born in 1632. So they're still kind of coming off that high of like uh, beating the Spanish Armada. Dude, they kind of huge. <laughs> they who who runs the world? England. Well, Back at then. this point, this is when they're getting started. This is when they're like starting their fucking empire. Uh oh. This is like yeah. But my least some, favorite empire is the English Empire. There's some labor pains though. Uh oh. It's your least favorite empire? Yeah, of course. Why? What's your favorite empire? Um, probably the Ottoman. Okay. Why? Funny name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ottoman. I mean, again, just like Turkey. Why do these people name their countries after just things, after nouns? I don't know. You know? Ottoman. The, the Ottoman, Ottoman, the Ottoman Empire. Turks. They're, yeah, they're literally turkeys that live in an Ottoman. Yeah. So, well, oh, well, what's what's your empire called? I don't know what an Ottoman. Oh, it's is called the the um the Love Seat Empire. Isn't an Ottoman the thing that you put your feet up on? Yeah. Okay. It's an amazing. It's an amazing invention. Okay. Well, the, that's the why things that have been in, uh, having a, a an empire named after it. You ever think about all the things that have been invented that you just sit on? Some of the Lazy Boy Empire. The Lazy Boy. I mean, <laughs> how great is a fucking couch? How great is a chair? It's good. Just sit down, put your feet up. Man, the great, as they said in The Simpsons, the great equalizer. Yeah. Well, not really, because Uh-oh. think of one type of chair that gets a lot of fucking uh, violence. Oh, I it. guess the electric chair is, is no good. Well, that one kind of sucks, but there's yeah. another one. It's sort of the opposite of the electric chair. Really? Yeah. Um, The Iron Throne. Yeah, kind of. Basically, this was the Iron Throne. Oh, no. There's a real version of the Iron Throne, which is basically just England in the 1600s. Uh-oh. So the throne was really contentious back in the day. Sure. There was a fucking civil war. Uh, all these like nobles were really pissed off at the king. Dude, you and they know, fucking cut his head off. <laughs> no shit. A yeah. lot of times when I like read about other countries' civil wars, mm-hmm. every time I read them, I'm like, that's crazy. We had one, too. Like that's that's nuts, and I'm like, oh right, that's just a thing. <laughs> like yeah, everyone has a civil war. We'll see, but that's the I pro- love that. Like, yeah, but it's not the civil the war. The problem is that we call the civil war the civil war. You yeah. call it the war of northern aggression, but everyone else. Calls I do it- not call it that. Okay, well maybe I'm thinking of someone else named Ben Chalk. But my point is that we <laughs> fuck you. We call it the civil war. So when yeah. I read about someone else's civil war or a civil war, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh right. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like if if there was like oh we just came off this conflict called World War Two and then twenty years later they're like oh let's have World War Two again yeah like, well that's what happened World with World War One right they called it the Great War and then they also called it the War to End All Wars and then an even bigger war happened my point is that I th- I think war is wrong and I think it should stop so well okay great that's you feel different and that's fine so what's going on so trite so he's hanging out um, in England yeah he's hanging out in England and. uh Okay, so I got to get back to this thing real quick. Sure. So he's hanging out in England. Uh, if you have to. He goes to fucking Oxford. He hangs out there. He's smart as shit. All right. Uh, he trains to be a physician originally and then gets into philosophy. Um, but here's like the backstory of what's going on in England at the time. There's the divine right of kings is like really popular for a while. Okay. In the early part of the century. And this guy, Charles I, who is a Catholic king. Uh, okay, that's good. Yeah, kind of. Not really. Can't end. Guess, it, it can't end terribly for him. Yeah, guess who hated that? I'm gonna guess England. Everybody in England fucking hated this shit. Dang. So this guy Charles the First was fucking Catholic as hell, and he was uh, 
kind of strutting the shit, being like, we're back, baby. When did the Church you know? of England happen? That happened After? before. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, so here's what happened. Okay, so- How did this guy have the balls to show his face then? Henry I feel the like- Eighth. Henry VIII was the one who broke from, from the Pope. Henry. Started the Church of England. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Henry VIII is in hell. I think we oh, can agree. Oh, he's definitely in hell. He is so in hell. Uh, his daughter's probably in hell too. Because not only better. not only did he break from the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. the one true church, yeah, he did it in English, <laughs> the language our Bible's written in. Ben, it's not. Well, it's only written. It was translated to that. See, people say like you know it was written in like Latin or whatever, but like I've never read. I've, every Bible I've ever picked up is in English. So I don't know where people get this from. Okay, you're being intentionally and disingenuously obtuse right now. What do you mean? You know very well that the Bible didn't start in English. Well. Okay. So anyway. That's why it's called I Learned Nothing. I I guess it's more like you're just lying. (laughs) You're lying to our listeners about how much you know. I do that all (laughs) the time. It's great. Okay. But so Henry VIII fucking told the Pope to kick rocks. And then oh, they no. were all fucking Protestant for a while. Yeah. And then uh, the Pope shot force lightning at him. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, kind of. So I don't know. There's, there's, <laughs> I don't know what happened. The, Let's the, say that. Let's the, say that. that the Pope told Henry that if he just joined him, they could rule the galaxy together. <laughs> as father and son. <laughs> and Henry was like, no, I'm pure of heart. <laughs> um, no, so let, yeah, fine. Let's say that that happened because this isn't a fucking history podcast. Uh, yeah, so he shoots Fort Lights at lightning at him. Yeah. They have a, a lightsaber battle in the Senate. Yeah, they have a weird like father-son thing. <laughs> Fucking Cat Stevens starts playing. And then um, uh, they're, they're kind of this thing that goes back and forth between a Protestant king and, a, and finally like there's a Catholic king again Yeah, that comes back because there's all these factions that are all fighting or whatever. Mm-hmm. People who win out are these Catholics, and uh, they put Charles I on the throne. Okay, Everyone fucking hates this guy. He kind of loses his mind and is gets to be really tyrannical. <coughs> and so there's another English Civil War. There's like this uh, English Civil War that happens. Against their king? Yeah, against their king. Man, that but must have hurt. Yeah, but it's run by nobles. Because remember, the Magna Carta established these rights for the nobles. The Magna Carta. Yeah. Magna cum laude. Close. That's where we get that phrase from. No. The Magna Carta. No, it's not. No. <laughs> but anyway... So these nobles are like, we're we, like, fuck this shit. And they rebel. Sure. They overthrow them and they put parliament as uh, as like the main governing body. OK. And this guy, Oliver Cromwell, kind of. You know, is in charge for a little while. Again, I don't know the details because this isn't a fucking history podcast. No. Um, and then uh, that happens for like 10 years. Okay. 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. They were fighting for 10 years. <laughs> No, well, so they fight for a long time. Then this, uh, it's called the interregnum. It's this 10-year period where Parliament is running the show and they have no king. There's no king of England. Wow, they must have felt like a... uh... This guy, Oliver Cromwell, was the Lord Protector. That was his title. The Lord Protector? Yeah, and he was like the head guy. He's basically the dictator of England for a while. Wow, me me and him have a lot in common. Yeah, you're like the protector of Manor Road. You're like the Oliver Cromwell of Manor Road. I wonder if we're related. You know what you should do what? in our in our podcast about Ireland? You should ask your mom about Oliver Cromwell. Hey, what do you think about Oliver Cromwell? I, I maybe she might tell you he he fucked he fucked with the Irish really badly. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyway. Well. Okay. So, but that's a different story. Might not bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, the idea of my mom still being upset about Oliver Cromwell. 
Yeah. You know what? Really you know funny. what? A lot of people. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. Are. That's why I told her. To, told you to ask her about. Yeah. It. Okay. So blah blah blah. All this shit is happening while John Locke is growing up, and he's basically on the side of like seeing the abuse of kings and what the divine right of kings causes, and how that causes all this violence and all this shit. Okay. And he starts getting into the opinion that uh, you know individual people and institutions that have more rights and no one should have the authority to rule based on them thinking that they're you know given that right by god himself he says that's bullshit yeah okay and uh this also is coming from his religious stance which is very very like non-denominational protestant pretty radical in terms of like you know interpreting the bible and how radical were they? Do they have the guitar solos and like oh, surf, dude, he was skateboarding surf? everywhere? Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. Guitar solos everywhere. He showed up. Um, <laughs> I remember thinking that when I would learn about the radical Republicans in school. I just <laughs> laugh so hard. <laughs> don't sound too radical to me. No, they don't. <laughs> we're just like about like building things. Fuck okay. off. A rebuilding, I guess. After our civil war, the what I consider the civil war. Yeah. Yeah, the, well, it's it is the civil war. Right. They had their own little one before ours. Yeah, but... uh, have fun, assholes. Right. Okay, so tuck that away. That's the context. Consider it tucked. What's going going on? <laughs> um, so um, there's another philosopher that kind of comes into play here because they sort of respond to each other a little bit. It's this guy named uh, Thomas Hobbes. Have you heard of Hobbes? Yes. You know the Leviathan. The Leviathan? Yeah. Have you heard of the Leviathan? Yeah. There's this book that he wrote called The Leviathan. And uh, we can talk about Hobbes later, but basically, hold on, I want to pull this quote. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, from Calvin and Hobbes fame. <coughs> so Thomas Hobbes, he has this really f- fucking hilarious quote. Yeah, about, where he says, when Calvin comes home, I uh, jump at him and attack him. Yeah, that's a pretty funny bit. That's a pretty good bit. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so oh, man. They're, they're, they've both seen this chaos that happens. When all these factions are fighting each other, everything is lawless, there's no order, just complete pandemonium, right? And they're wondering, how do we justify where power comes from? Where does, like, civil state power come from? I don't know. Like, how is it justified? And so they they both kind of toy with this thought experiment that we sort of already talked about a little bit called the state of nature. Have you heard of the state of nature? I can't say I have. Okay. The state of nature is... <laughs> don't wait, remember everything. Wait, wait, hold okay, on. Okay, what? What, what this, is it? What's his name? Thomas Hobbes? Well, I don't remember that, but I remember he had this quote Yeah. Uh, where he said, there's no justice, it's Fuck just us. Do you remember that? God, I thought you were going to say the quote, too, which I was like... Yeah, there's so no justice, it's just us. One of these episodes, you're going to hear like a gunshot off to the side. For what? And then the, the podcast is just going to be over. Oh, man. <laughs> no one will know if I murdered you or if I just killed myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. Anyway. That'll be a good cliffhanger. Hobbes, uh, he, he wrote The Leviathan a little before uh, Locke wrote his shit, and they were talking about the state of nature. Yeah. It's basically this hypothetical situation of like what happens before there was a state. Like what did we do before anyone decided to say, hey, I'm in charge? You know? Um, I don't recall. You don't remember what happened? No, I wasn't actually there. So Okay. But can you imagine what that might be like? It must have been interesting. How do you mean that? So if you're just hanging out, 
and then just one day some dude is like, oh, by the way, um, we need to like have rules and stuff, and I make the rules, and I enforce them, and I'm in charge. I feel like that would be a little weird. Yeah, what would you, how would you respond? I would just go, all right, I mean, I'm not going to. You would just go with it? (laughs) What the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do? Okay, well, (laughs) I was hoping not that. I'm a bartender. Here's the thing. Okay, so in this scenario, <laughs> she'd be like, "Sure, whatever you like, want to okay. do is fine." Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny and kind of interesting, right? But here's well, here's what they say. I'm both those things. Well, so Hobbs says that it would basically just be hell on earth. Oh, because with no authority uh, to keep the peace, everyone can literally do whatever they want, right? Uh, everyone has the all the same rights. But that means all the same rights to abuse other people, steal from other people, kill other people, you know, rape, torture as nice. much as you can. Right. They also have the same right to retaliate. Sure. And so there's just it's just like chaos. Right. Everyone's just like fighting each other for resources, for, you know, whatever. It does sound insane. Yeah. And so he has this quote. He goes, this is the, the scenario in the state of nature is no arts, no letters, no society. And which is worst of all, continual fear and danger of violent death. And the life of man, solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. Wow. Yeah. So he imagined the state of nature as fucking horrible. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay. I and in, see res- that. in response to that, he says that there has to be some kind of thing called the sovereign, which is like the authority that says we're going to reserve the right to punish and enforce rules. Uh, and you know, in return for that, you know, you have security, you have safety, you can, uh, you have it all, baby. You can have it all basically. Yeah. Um, you know, people say you can't have it all. And I think you can. Okay. That's, I think we do. We have it all. We got a podcast. Um, I have a cat that's not mine yet somehow lives with me. Yeah. You have more than you need. <laughs> you know, I gave Tim a hug mm-hmm. the other day, Tim, the cat. And he has been really avoiding me. Yeah, he just wants to keep it professional. Well, I was watching TV, and I you was gave lying. him a hug. How did you give him a hug? So here's what happened. I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. I got like 20 minutes to kill. TV's over. I'm like, what do I do now? So mm-hmm. I just reversed positions. So Tim was at my feet where he belongs. Yeah. And I changed <laughs> positions, and I just petted him and gave him a hug, and he purred for a while. And now he's like avoiding me. And I'm, I'm getting ghosted by the fucking cat that I live with. <laughs> I'm ghosted by a cat. That's then. like in every movie when like someone like two people sleep with each other. And then like the girl gets up out of bed and she's like, this was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. like walks out the door. That's wow. what Tim did. Wow. Do, do I relate to that <laughs> on a level that profoundly makes me sad? Okay. <laughs> okay. So we got to get back to John. Been a Locker. lot of people's mistakes. Yeah. So. John Locke, uh, he has, he he's been seeing like wh- how the king has been abusing his power, and how it's led to this downfall. And he's of, not having it. No, he's not having it at all. Um, so he has these ideas, which he basically publishes anonymously in 1689. Dang. Um, called uh, it's called two treatises on civil government, and. The first treatise is him just talking shit about this other dude's argument for the divine right of kings. Really? Yeah, he's just he's just like mocking him like point by point. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like making fun of him. <laughs> um, 
Okay, and then basically he's like disproving how this guy, this other guy. Hold on, let me find his name so we can actually know what's going on here. Uh, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, let's see here. Well, anyway, I'll look for it while I'm talking. But anyway, uh, this guy, uh, he was arguing for the divine right of kings, which, I, like I said, was very popular. It basically says that... I can't believe that that... Isn't think it crazy? About, think about the idea of not only the fact that that exists, but the fact that it was a popular idea. That people are like, oh, yeah, you're right. We should be ruled by a king. You rule. We well, love you. Well, that's kind of what happened. Hello. Oh, I love having a king. Oh, I love blood <laughs> sausage and terrible oh, breakfast love, food. Oh, I love the monarchy. Hello. It's my favorite thing in the world next to bangers and mash. Oh, love. I've, I seem to have misplaced me monarchy. Okay. The first treatise is an extended attack yeah, on man. Sir Robert Filmer's. Oh, get him. Pa- patriarcha. That's what it's called. Oh, shit. It's called really? Patriarcha because, yeah. So basically, in this in this treatise that this guy wrote, he basically said that the divine right of kings is comparable to like the uh, the authority that a father has over their child. Uh, okay. Which is like, first of all, that's one of the arguments that Locke makes against them, which is like, <laughs> your father can't do whatever he wants to you. No. Like, that's crazy. So that's a bad analogy. This guy also makes a lot of really crazy points, like um, like <laughs> God appointed Adam to have dominion over uh over the earth. And all kings that have the divine right of kings are like descended from Adam, what? Like, as if as if the rest of us aren't or something like that. Huh. I don't know. It's not really. Uh, I didn't really go into that first part because he's just answering this other dude's argument. But the second treatise uh, on civil governments is where the really, you know, the really sexy stuff is. What a treatise! And it's a pretty good treatise. <laughs> so, I'm ready for a midnight treatise. treatise. <laughs> okay. So um so Locke starts talking about the state of nature situation, right? And he starts saying, Okay, let's imagine the state of nature again. Sure. But he he has a little he he has a bit of a rosier outlook about it than Hobbes does. Okay. Because he thinks that everyone's uh sort of instilled with this goodness uh to follow what's called what he calls natural law. Which is like, you know, you don't harm other people. You don't infringe on other people's rights. Um, you, you know, try to be good to other people, charitable, that kind of thing. Uh, and he says that for the most part, people will treat each other kindly. But you can't guarantee that because there's always a bad egg. Then right? they say... Um, there's always a bad apple. Be kind for everyone is fighting a great battle. Yeah. Kind of, okay. saying I made up. So here's what uh, Locke kind of imagines. Think he about says, selling that as merch. What is it again? Be kind for everyone. It's fighting a great battle. Who said that? I, I did. No, you didn't. No, I did. I'm going to put it on bumper stickers and right. knives. Well, I'm sure it was someone who's dead who won't sue you, so fine. Do what you want. Yes. <coughs> um, okay, but Locke is basically saying that in this society... Uh, Oh, it's not even a society yet, right? There's no rules. It's just, just right. right. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing shrimps on the Barbie. Um, fuck, that was so <laughs> well-timed. <laughs> Back then, uh, the chief export that we had was Bloomin' Onions. Yeah. 
which are fucking good. I love Bloomin' Onions. I've been to Outback Steakhouse in a very long time. Yeah, uh, neither have I. I don't even know if they're still in business. Should we go? No, Bloomin' Onions are so bad for you. I think they're still in business. Let me look it up. Okay, fine. You look up whether Outback Outback Steakhouse is still in business. Unless the millennials, you guys, uh, destroyed it. That's another thing we destroyed? Me, the millennial? You're like chief millennial. All right, fine. So anyway. Oh, baby. there It is definitely open. There is one... 9.2 9.2 miles away from us. Ben? Really? That's really far. Let's go there for dinner. <coughs> okay, I can't. But Why? Because um, I can't I have to go to uh, I have to go to Russian House for Dumpling Fest. Because they're having these what? fucking dumplings. Dude, they're gonna have bear meat. I'm gonna try bear meat dumplings. Isn't that wild? Wait, hang on. What, what, what are you talking about? So Russian House. Sure. Okay. They're they had this event where they're having a buffet of all you can eat dumplings. Really? Yeah, and there's like all different kinds. You should come with us, dude. I think I'm going to. Okay, you have to buy a ticket. How I don't much know are the tickets. They're like thirty bucks. Okay, but well, it's all probably, you can eat. Probably not gonna go, but okay. Uh, dang. But they're gonna have bear dumplings. I'm gonna try the bear dumplings. I want to get dumplings so bad now. Maybe maybe I'll get Chinese food. Okay, good. So you can you can decide that after the podcast. Okay. Yeah, okay. I should probably just stop thinking out loud about my dinner plans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> you want to listen to this podcast? What is it? Well, mainly they just talk about what they're going to eat later <laughs> and what they're eating now as they're recording. Yeah, as they're recording too. So, sorry, guys. Okay, I'm not. Hold on. So we got to get back to this because <laughs> we're running out of time. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, right. So he answers this guy Filmer's uh, tract called Patriarcha. He says, "You're a fucking moron, dude." And then he advances his own theory, and he starts by going from the state of nature, saying. Let's pretend that it's just anarchy. There's no government. There's no society whatsoever. It's every man for himself. Um, he says that people would sooner or later recognize that they can get a lot more stuff done. They can improve a lot of their lives if they kind of come together and make a compromise. And that's where you get the start of social contract theory, which is a theory in political science and political philosophy that basically says that we all make agreements with one another all the time like hey i'm not gonna kill you you're not gonna kill me don't rape my daughter and we'll be cool all right we're gonna leave it up to this other representative or this other guy to be in charge those all seem pretty reasonable yeah and sort of arbitrate for any disagreements we might have and all this stuff okay now from there Locke says that since this original agreement all started with these individual people about how much of their individual rights they're going to give up in exchange for the security and benefits of society. From there, he gets the principle that any sort of state or civil authority, any sort of power that a state has, or like a magistrate or anybody who like is in charge of shit, they get their power from the consent of the governed. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Bitch. Where, do you, where else have you heard that? Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Basically, Thomas Jefferson more or less lifted like most of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, really? From yeah, from uh, the Second Treatise on Government. Man, that must—that's like the worst thing he's ever done. Yeah. Well. (laughs) 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 So we got to talk about this. What? Because it's a fucking elephant in the room. Uh, (laughs) Thomas Jefferson had a little issue, right? With plagiarism. <laughs> yeah, but not that one so much. 
There's another one that he well, got involved in. Yeah, what can you do? Right, yeah, we don't like to talk about it. Well. Okay, but yeah, slavery. Yes. Slavery was fucking popping off at this time when Locke was writing. Sure. Okay. Now, here's another thing. This now, is, well, well, also, I think we should probably put on record that we were against it. Always been against it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, slavery. Now, here's here's a here's okay. Let me explain this. This is wild. Okay. Now, John Locke made his living for the most part because he was like the personal secretary or assistant to this really powerful noble. Um, hold on. Let me see what his name was real quick. God, what if his name was Count Dracula? No, no, no. It's really funny. I just want to get it right. <laughs> That's why I have to look it up right now. Okay, look it up. The name, the name of a noble. Yeah. Okay, his name was Lord Anthony Ashley Cooper, first Earl of Shaftesbury. <laughs> <laughs> what a jackass. I knew you'd like that. Okay. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the first Earl of Shaftesbury. Um, I cannot believe. Okay, boom. I'm the second Earl of Shaftesbury. All right, that is my <laughs> not Shaftesbury. <laughs> what is it? Shaftesbury. Shaftesbury. Shafts, like a shaft. Okay, I'm calling it Shaftesbury. Okay, fine. You can call. Let's call him Shaftesbury. Why not? Um, okay, one sec. There's this other thing that's really important. Okay, yeah. Now, Ashley, Lord Shaftesbury. He was one of a group of uh, nobles who won the title for uh, a huge tract of land in what is now the southern United States. Really? Yeah. It's basically called the Carolina. It's called Carolina. And he and so he basically they these guys owned what would later become North and South Carolina. And he would tell them to come on and raise up. Take yeah, your yeah. shirt off, <laughs> swing it around your head. No, yeah, the Cackalackies. Yeah. yeah. Something like yeah, a helicopter. He was, he was first Earl of Shaftesbury and then he became Duke of Cackalacky. Um. <laughs> okay, but here's what's fucking interesting. So yeah, province of Carolina. So um, he, he's one of the lords proprietors. Lord Propri- He was a lord proprietor of the province of Carolina. That's what the title was. Um, and in 1969, Ashley basically asked his his buddy, his friend John Locke, to write the fundamental constitutions of Carolina. Hey, um, what are you doing this weekend? Do you want to um? Write the Constitution of the Carolinas. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're having a party. All right, we're, I'm I'm gonna move into my new house. All right, it's balmy over there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I need you to like basically write down the rule book, and that's what Locke did. So Locke, also, could you invent air conditioning because it's very hot. It's extremely hot over there, but isn't that fucking nuts? I didn't know that until I had to fucking research John Locke for this, uh, for this episode. But he wrote the Constitution of, of North and South Very Carolina, odd. basically. Yeah. Um, now, here's the issue. At the same time, the slave trade was, was, pretty, was pretty big. And the plan was, at least, you know, allegedly, was that to get the colony started, they would bring slaves over from Africa just to kind of get the first crops planted and all that stuff. And then eventually they were going to plan on... Uh, uh, banning slavery. Like once they had like, you know, regular civilians coming over and starting their new lives in in the Carolinas. <coughs> now, that never happened. <laughs> Obviously, uh, womp womp. Obviously, so then we go from one civil war to another. Basically, this whole civil war business 
in England. The misery business. Yeah, got fucking John Locke all, all hot and bothered, and he had to go and write a constitution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into this constitution. Yeah, um, that included slavery. and then Oh, you got a rocking constitution. Oh, you got a rocking constitution, babe. babe. <laughs> oh, I just love that constitution. Babe. Yeah, so here's the problem. Locke's, uh, Locke's ideas about the consent of the governed and how if, you know, you operate under a, a system that's basically like divine right of kings where, like, the king can do whatever he wants and everyone has to submit their will to him, that means he ma- that, that makes us all slaves. And he says being a slave is bad and you shouldn't turn other people into slaves. Okay, that's pretty reasonable. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Okay, but then here's the problem. What? He fucking let slavery happen. God in, damn it. In the Constitution of the Carolinas. Buddy. Yeah. So there's like a lot of controversy of people like ever since then being like, was he cool with it? Or That's pretty controversial. Or was See, he just like racist so and he didn't count black people? As what's like, so weird about this, you know? this period of time with slavery and stuff is that like you'll just have people be oh, like. Oh, real quick. He also made a ton of money off the slave trade. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So. Uh, but he's, just, he's not he's not the best dude. No. But that doesn't invalidate his ideas. I guess not. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's this weird thing where it's like there'll be people who just write about how awful slavery is. Mm-hmm. Now you shouldn't have slaves. And then they just have slaves. And yeah. You're like, what is what the fuck? Hey, hey, Thomas, what's your deal here? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, it's such a weird head. St- like, I, I would love to go back in time and just be like, hey, real quick. Um, what's your deal? It's also there's a lot of things going on. There's, there's first of so all much. the attitude that people had back then, which was like, you know, non-white, non-European people were subhuman. Okay, so it's just pure racism. The Cholock doctrine. No, 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 no. Stop doing that. Stop fucking doing that. Doing what? <laughs> Calling me a racist. Oh, you you, you keep doing that. Stop. Okay? Why well, just? I didn't realize you could hear me. You're talking into a microphone. Right, but the microphone... But I, was, I wasn't looking at you, so I kind of thought that you couldn't hear me, but... Okay, I'm sorry. I hate you. I get confused! <laughs> so, there's that, and then there's also the fact that at, at the time Jefferson was writing, slavery was, like, essential to the economy of the South. Sure. Like, they couldn't get rid of it. Like, if you got rid of... If you banned slavery, it would devastate the economy there. Yeah. And everyone would be, like, fucked. Which, you know, leads to other considerations and arguments that, like, you know, is that a good reason to not do it? Uh, I'd say no. Yeah, no, probably not. Yeah, I'd say, okay, well. But then, you know, it's an explanation for why it didn't happen. Sure. And why he, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going it's on. A messy, it's a it's messy, messy subject, man. Um, but there's there's more ideas that... that uh, that Locke had here Ooh. regarding basically like, you know, individual rights, individual liberties. Um, he wrote a lot about religious toleration because he basically said that a, uh, no one really has the authority to decide what religion is the right one. Yeah. So you should let people just believe whatever they want. I disagree with that. <coughs> right. We both know. What yeah. The we right both know is. if you're going to Catholic, you're going to hell. Yeah. Or if you're, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Yeah, sure. Um, but I mean, they already, they were already lost at that point. Right. My, so my, my main two views is that slavery is bad. Mm-hmm. We should have got rid of it. Mm-hmm. And that if you're not Catholic, you'll burn in the lake of fire. Okay. Well, actually, he kind of, the, there is an argument to that saying, 
basically what he was arguing was not that Catholicism is the wrong religion. I'm sure he thought that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he thought that. Not, no doubt. But he's saying that the state can't make a claim as to which religion is correct. Okay. Because it has no way of knowing. Where'd this guy end up? <clears throat> okay, here, Locke? Yeah. Okay, here's what happened to him. Actually, a lot of stuff happened to him. He was... He went into exile for a little while. Uh, for what? For advocating, uh, you know, basically republicanism and individual rights and liberty. Basically, he's considered the father of liberalism, which is the the political idea that you know the individual has certain in, inalienable rights. Yeah. That can't be violated by any Life, other authority. Liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Yep. That's bitch. that's a sentence that that's a line that Locke came up with that Jefferson stole from him. Why? Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Son yeah. of a bitch. Well, he said life, liberty, and property. Oh. Which is another interesting thing because Locke talked a lot about property, uh, about how, you know, one of the main benefits of having a government is to ensure that you can use your labor to develop your own property and create your own property, right, to, like, enrich yourself and be comfortable and that sort of thing. Uh, The government is there to make sure that no one else steals it or that you're doing it correctly or, you know, whatever. Basically gives you a safe environment to do that. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. So a lot of like libertarians love this dude. Uh-oh. Um, which, here's the thing. I don't necessarily agree that he's advocating for like pure unconstrained capitalism. But a lot of people take him to mean that. Hmm. Um, and it's easy to see how. Interesting. Yeah. So how many Dean Mans do you give this guy out of 10? Out of 10? Man, I don't know. Like kind of like a six. 16 mans. Yeah. He's cut, I mean, he's got some very valuable ideas. Oh, we got to talk about his empiricism, too. Okay, let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> so, that is so condescending, you fucker. Just how, what do you mean? <laughs> just how I speak. Do you remember what empiricism is? We've talked about it so many Empiris- times. Empiricism? Yeah. It's when you can see stuff. Nope. How is that empiricism? Uh, what is it? It's, well, it kind of is. Empiricism is a theory of knowledge, of how we acquire knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that basically says that everything that we know comes from our sense perception, ultimately. It comes from our sense data coming you know, in, through our face into our brains, and we start associating ideas with them. We start to learn that, like, oh, we see, like, you know, we see a rose for the first time, and then we see another rose. It looks just like it. And then because of the similarity, we're like, oh, those must be roses. Oh, and they both smell the same. That's interesting. And then that's how we develop our ideas and our concepts. Eventually, we just kind of learn how to make sense of our world the more we get input coming from our senses. Does that make sense? Yeah. (coughs) That's contrasted with rationalism, which is the opposite idea, which is that all of our knowledge essentially comes from innate ideas and concepts that are already in our head when we're born. Sure. Okay. Which one do you agree with? It's got to be a mix. I well, believe in mixes. Ultimately, yeah, they're they're mixes. So do your parents. <coughs> yeah, they do. They believe pretty intensely. Yeah, miscegenation. Yes, miscegenation. Yeah. Name of the game. That's what they share with Jefferson. So, uh, <laughs> okay. <coughs> uh, now, one of the main things that he talks about is how whenever, where we're born. <laughs> First of all, one of his ar- arguments, which is really funny, for, for empiricism is basically like so Descartes was arguing that uh, he was a rationalist and he says yeah we're born with certain innate ideas 
and they just get filled up with sense with with sense data but it's really our, those structures that are already in our brains that make knowledge and organize our thoughts and <laughs> Locke didn't believe that he thought we were born with what's called a tabula rasa you heard of that before yes a blank slate and then basically it's just experience just writes on that slate it's also a thing you use uh, to count no that's an abacus oh okay yeah <laughs> Oh, Pat, so you can't see this, but Pat was doing this thing where you're moving beads across. Yeah. I'm assuming you were talking about an abacus. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, being a like, kid in, like, like, first grade, and they had abacuses. Yeah, that was actually kind of fun. I like those. Yeah, those but, like, beads. now I think about it, I'm like, why the fuck did we learn about those? I don't think we ever learned them. I think we just had them in the classroom. But why? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Be like, oh, oh here's your steam-powered, you know toy fuck that electricity what? baby a steam-powered toy i'm just saying that it is it's it's what's that word um antiquated mm. archaic archaic well antiquated works too yes okay bitch. well um actually i went to princeton and i'm going to uh correct you with the same word it's called a synonym <laughs> i got your synonym right here brother well all right so yeah give me give me My that fist. synonym. oh yeah give me that synonym um so Locke responds to Descartes and the rationalists by saying, there's no way that we have. <laughs> there's no way. There's, there's no, no way. <laughs> listen, listen. There's no way we have innate ideas when we're born. Because look at this baby. <laughs> look how stupid babies are. Babies are stupid. Therefore, we don't have these, these ideas in our head. And basically, his argument is, because babies are stupid, <laughs> we... <laughs> The only way we know things is through experience. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's truly bizarre. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense, but it also, we know that that's not totally the case. No. <coughs> Odd. Yeah. Huh. And that's pretty much it. Do you have any questions? Do you know anything? Do you like this guy? What do you give this guy? How many Dean men? Yeah, probably about six, I guess. Yeah? I, well, I, I, actually, I do have a question. What? Who the hell do you think you are? Ben fucking Cholock, bitch. Whoa. With Professor. A, you're Benjamin C. Cholock. Which C stands for knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The C that was always knowledge. a joke we had growing up about Northern Virginia Community College. Yeah. I, remember, I know that. Where you'd go, Nova, Nova, where the N stands for knowledge. Yeah. It's a like community college, but it's like one of the best community colleges in the world, in like America. It's really good. <laughs> Okay. Joe Biden's wife taught there. Great. Let me say that. I don't give a shit. Do you remember the theme song for it? No. Northern Virginia Community College. You can get the power. You can get the knowledge at Nova now. I don't remember that. I didn't live in Virginia. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought maybe you heard it on the radio. Yeah, but you owned a radio. What? You owned a radio, right? Kind of, but like... How do you kind of own a radio? A car radio? Yeah. Yeah. You never heard that jingle? I never... I, it doesn't ring a bell. Do you know the Tyson's Corner jingle? Where the stores are? I remember that one. How do you know Tyson's Corner where the stores are, but you don't know Northern... Why are Virginia? you indicting my past about my radio I'm just listening? I'm kind of weirded out by this. <laughs> Again, your, your consumption of culture, of pop culture, is just baffling. It's always so strange to me. I don't know what to tell you, man. Sorry. Yeah, well, apparently not. You should have went to fucking Northern Virginia Community College. Yeah, maybe I should have gone there. Yeah, Nova, N Northern Virginia. To get more knowledge. Calling out with Jill Biden. He cheats on her so much a bit. 
Oh man, I bet I, <laughs> Diamond Joe. Diamond Joe. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No way. Joe Jill Biden? You kidding me? Why? You know. She hot or something? She's kind of up my alley. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? What is she? I've never seen her before. Yeah. I don't want to look this up. Maybe <laughs> I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know. Anyway, no, no, no. We can't do this. So let's. <laughs> you mean we can't just rate former vice president's yeah, wives no. <laughs> purely on their physical attributes? It's entirely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Diamond Joe would be cool with it. I bet he'd be like, "Yeah, talk about my wife. I'm a creep." Okay, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that we should cover here. I think we've done it. I think we've successfully solved the John Locke problem. Okay, fine. What a world. Hold on. What a country. And what another fantastic new episode of I Learned Nothing. Oh, here we go. Hold Folks, on. Real quick. Yeah. So Locke's theory of labor, just to, t- just to touch on this. Oh, God. Uh, What's Locke's theory of interrupting your podcast partner as he's trying to wrap up the show? I don't know. Why don't you ask yourself, bitch? All right. So just listen and shut up. So his theory of labor basically says that uh, you you make something yours or worth or and therefore worth something sure basically put value into it by putting your labor into it and so you can use that you can put your labor into whatever you want you can do it put your back into it you can put your back into it and as long as you put your labor into it that shit is yours so you can accumulate as much wealth as you want as long as you're putting your labor into it sure so this is where the capitalism thing comes in because some people who are capitalists believe that you should be able to you know if you are creating this wealth you should be able to create as much as possible but there's an argument as to whether that's actually labor, because you're not really putting labor into anything. You're just financing shit. Sure. Which oh, is okay. Real labor. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's this other thing. What is it? The Lockean proviso. What the pro- hell? Proviso. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Um, it's basically like a limit or a caveat on the la- on the labor theory. It basically says you can accumulate as much wealth as you want by putting your labor into it, as long as you leave enough for other people to survive. Hmm. Okay. And I would say that this is a good start against most capitalists, like people saying that it's okay that Jeff Bezos has like a trillion dollars. He has a lot of money. He has a, a ton of money. But and people in his fucking factories. Okay, but the thing about Bezos that people don't tell you. He looks like a Bond villain. Yeah, he personally inspects every single package that is sent out through Amazon. If he could do that, like if he's physically capable of that, then he is a god. Yeah. Because that's impossible. That's what he does. And okay, so he, that's not true. He's pretty. So I think he, he's earned his money. Yeah, you think so? I, he, I don't think he's earned. Then all he of it. does a quality check for every single package. If he literally does that, then I'll I'll give it to him. Yeah. Fine. Well, I'll ask him next time I but see him. But otherwise, join the DSA. It's the Democratic Socialists of America. Please join the DSA. Join our Patreon for five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't donate any of it to the DSA. So I I'm a member. I donate. Oh, ben so I donate my cut to okay. it. Okay. So. I guess do that if you want. I, I donate to my uh, uh, tab. Uh, you can find us on online, Ben. You're you can the most believe that. Political person in the world. Me? Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. I'm I'm Beto. Are you gonna vote? Oh, I'm gonna Please vote for vote. for Beto. Okay, good. Old Beto. Old Beto boy. So you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Pat Dean. Ben is at Gristleporn. G R I S T L E P O R N. Find us on the I G, the Instagram. I'm at Dean Man P. Ben is once again Gristleporn. G R I S T L E P O R N. And uh, unfortunately, folks, so the son of a bitch who st- there was this motherfucker who stole our Instagram handle. Yeah. We're gonna find him. We are going I- to uh, send him back in time to 1600s England. Mm-hmm. 
We're going to sell him into slavery. And he's going to die. Then, and then we're going to sell him <laughs> behind the RBM Food Mart. Behind the RBM Food Mart. So <laughs> go ahead and, and, and find him there if, if you're looking for to participate in an evil act. And thank you uh, so much for listening. Keep on thinking hard. And as always, Ben, if you're, you're not, not Catholic, Catholic, you're going to hell. Goodbye. International.